What's everyone been up to? I got my first online hate for the day. I love it. Today. Read it out loud for the for the ones that don't know. Love. I've been loving starting fights with people online lately. Ew, who are you? Yeah, I don't know. Why are you an a angry, keyboard an angry warrior woman? now? Not like righteous fights. Like Any un- fight is unrighteous a righteous fight. fight yeah, I'll just... Okay, this is from <laughs> Demora, who... um. If you haven't listened to me um, on Sandra, my friend Sandro's podcast, Oldie But a Goodie, which is a great podcast by two very funny, two very funny people about old forgotten movies, um, you should check it out. But anyway, I was on their episode for Blame It on Rio, which is a weird, creepy, vaguely pedophilic film by the guy who did Singing in the Rain. <laughs> Oh, all I know about yeah, like Blame It on Rio career, is I know. Bianca Del Rio once said, "Blame it on Bianca Del Rio." So that is ah, my only, okay. that is my only um, reference for this movie. I think it's eighty-five or eighty-four. It stars Michael Caine. Oh, and it's awful. It's awful. But anyway, on on our podcast for that on YouTube, someone commented, "Greek movie for the time. Make a better one, just because you have an opinion, Sandy bitch." <laughs> Greek movie. Maybe he's been <laughs> listening to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, Google YouTube hit it because it has the word bitch in it, which is sad because I was gonna, I was gonna have a conversation with that young man. Oh, I don't have that's a conversation. Just think. post it somewhere. Stop picking fights with people online. I don't like the side of you. I love I mean, it. Who are you? <laughs> Somewhat of consequence, man. It's when you start getting hate that you uh, that you know you've made it. <laughs> get one hate. I got one hate that a was singular. Might hate. not even have been hate, except for the word bitch. Cause... Yeah, <laughs> unless he thought you guys were friends, like Sandy, bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch, bah, bitch. Bah. Uh, it's time to stop thinking about stupid boys and start thinking about the only thing that's really important in this world, in this life. The devil himself. Classic literature. Yep. And this so, is a literature. And this is a literature. And that's Sam. And I'm that's Sandy. Sandy. We're back. Woo. We are back. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for for listening and, and engaging. And and good and luck we, with school. Oh, yeah. School's starting back up. here. We're here yeah, for you. Yeah. Kids. And if you, honestly, like, if you have a, a book you want us to do, send the Instagram yeah, send it through to the comments yeah, and so we'll force it, Sandy to do shoot it. Shoot us a little message at illiterature underscore podcast on Instagram and maybe we'll do it. And we'll, it'll be a fun time, you know, if you're studying something uh, in high school or uni or, I don't know, community college or wherever you are. Community college. Um, I don't remember what I did for high school. And it was The Reluctant Fundamentalist. Mm. Um. I was Never really excited to do 1984, but we didn't end up doing that. Oh. Is, Did you read it, though? Is, yeah, no, that was, like, okay. my favorite book in high school, kind of. Oh, so well, cool. that's better than some of the other ones that we've had. Okay, um, Fight Club was also up there. Oh, God, that's the It's really, God. like, embarrassing. It's an embarrassing movie. It's an embarrassing... I know, I love it. I was Indian. watching it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? I let this define my identity? This mm. is who I was? It's like and when we were watching Gone Girl... Um, yeah, I was like, people don't speak like this, right? <laughs> yeah, we were like, we were blazed, to be fair. But we were talking about, um, we were just like squinting at the screen, being like, this isn't, this is fake. This is. I'm like, people. Normal people do not speak like this. This is. I know with the covering his chin thing, and I'm just like, huh. And I love Gillian Flynn. 
I still love the movie. I'm just like, yeah. did I think this was realistic? Yeah, did I think this was, like, cool? Did I think these people were cool? <laughs> I think we did. I think we yeah. really did. Mm. And that's probably the worst part of it all. Yeah. All right, do you want something? Do you want something else to yeah, think about? Yeah, let's start on the devil. Let's hang out with our buddies. <laughs> yeah. There. Paradise Lost by John Milton. Published in 1667, which is actually way earlier than I originally thought. Because I was thinking, like, this... I don't know why, but I associated Milton with, like, Byron and Shelley and, like, the romantic types oh, from the yeah. 1800s. So, you know, it's you like, know oh, it's passions and poetry and the devil. If he had only published it a year earlier... Like, I know, 666, six, 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 amazing. Like, he finished yeah. writing it, but then there was, like, executive meddling. And they were like... No, we can't put it out till next year. He's like, fuck. He's just like, come on. This was my biggest gimmick. But I just love the idea. So this is like when the Salem witch trials are happening. Well, so for context, the Salem witch trials were in 1692. So actually like 30 years, a little bit less than 30 years after he writes this book. So literally, like Reverend Reverend Dilbert's over here from the Scarlet Letter. I forget his actual name. Like, whipping himself because he, you know, caught himself tapping his finger to a song one time. <laughs> and that was simple. <laughs> Meanwhile, John Milton's over in England going, like, what if Satan's, like, super hot? <laughs> what if Satan's actually really sexy? What if he has abs? <laughs> you know how Jesus has abs? What if, like, Satan has, like, an eight-pack? <laughs> what if Satan's dick is so huge what if he Satan- has to, like, carve out, like places where he walks so it doesn't drag <laughs> on the ground what if satan has like deep <laughs> gutters like deep <laughs> anyway um, what happens in this goddamn book well sorry before we start the goddamn book i just wanted to to um give it a little little bit more context because um william blake so then maybe this is why i associated him with the romantics because william blake's considered like the premier romantic poet and he famously wrote about milton uh, quote, the reason Milton wrote in fetters when he wrote of angels and gods and at liberty when of devils and hell is because he was a true poet and of the devil's party without knowing it. So Milton's like the super religious guy, although it seems like no one really knows like what, like it's crazy. It's crazy that he's writing this because this is like the time of the Reformation. There's a huge schism in the Catholic Church. Everyone's got like different opinions about the Bible, and then Maybe he's, he's like, like here writing his, his own thing. And it was never meant to be published. Genuinely, like a little bit because people are arguing still to this day over like what sect he's in. Because this is kind of when you had an explosion of sects. It was like when Facebook introduced the groups feature. And suddenly, <laughs> suddenly everybody's got, like, groups. There's, there's, multiple, there's multiple groups on Facebook. Ouch. Sorry. I don't know if I, that's a good I think metaphor. it honestly was just, like, his um, sexy Satan fan fiction. And he <laughs> submitted it to his publisher by accident. <laughs> like in Atoma when he sends the wrong, <laughs> the, letter, the, the, the dirty letter, letter by mistake. He's like, wait! <laughs> and then his publisher's like, this is hot. This is now. This is sizzling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and it really was it really was now because this was when, like the bible was like man it was a huge it was a huge deal it was the lord of the rings yeah milton's like that quiet guy in your class and he's like secretly like a super freak like <laughs> whoa what what did you do on the weekend yeah so mm-hmm. david my housemate fellow larper and a beautiful comedian 
fellow he walker. had this he was telling me about someone he knew when he was a kid who like had two interests and it was like world war Two and my little pony and then he like cornered the market online for like my little pony world war Two fan fiction <laughs> So, well, you know, I, maybe this nice is like Milton. That something that specific does have a market. Yeah. Like a... yeah, absolutely. And like Milton's really specific thing was just, it just found its niche. It was just the right place, right time. <laughs> Were the ponies in the war? Um, I'll have to see if I can find it and link you to it. Like, I'll have to see. I bet, he's, I bet he could find it if I asked him. Like, is it? Are the bad guys Japan? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know enough about My Little Ponies. Or the war, I guess. <laughs> or the war. <laughs> or of much at all. But okay. that's just confusing to me. So the ponies are, like, saving... Uh, soldiers? I'm not Beach? sure. I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. That's well, the why would you bring it up if you didn't have knowledge. the deets? Right. Milton's uh, Paradise Lost begins by stating... That uh, Milton's subject will be Adam and Eve's disobedience and fall from grace. He kind of apes Homer a little um, in in his style. I think he was trying to make another kind of Odyssey or Iliad. So he's like calling on a heavenly muse to help him with a story in the way that Homer calls on the muses. You know what I do know about Paradise Lost? Mm-hmm. It it is um, one of the books that Morgan Freeman made Brad Pitt read in Sesevenin. Ah, uh, Sesevenin. And he was read he was reading the Cliff's notes for it. Then he was That's like, "What right. the fuck?" And I'm like, "You know what? Same." Well, get ready. So you're Morgan Freeman, and I'm Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. What's in the box? Cool. <laughs> so, <Lila's> head. <laughs> uh, he makes it clear uh, that he refers to a different muse. I'm trying to be Morgan Freeman. Is it? Well, don't. Okay. He's, so he's like, uh, but not, not a not a non-Christian muse. <laughs> we don't we don't fuck with the the pagan stuff. Uh, no no no. This this is um, inspired by classical poets, but it specifies that the muse um, inspired Moses to receive the Ten Commandments and write Genesis. Oh. So Milton's muse is the Holy Spirit, which inspired the Christian Bible, which is also seems a little bit blasphemous to me. It's the like, Holy Spirit. Is that the burning bush voiced by Val Kilmer in The Prince of Egypt? Yes, that's the one. Okay, got Gosh, it. With a, it's, no, it's not that. It's literally the score that Hans Zimmer wrote to accompany that scene. Oh, bro, that's even better. Ugh, right? Go watch that movie, by the way, if you haven't. Oh my god. If you want to get a little bit more Bible in your life. If you want to feel, like, guilty and kind of, like, horny a little bit. Turned yeah. on a little bit, yeah. Okay, so Milton's muse is the Holy Spirit, not one of the nine classical muses who are beautiful cartoon gospel singers. (laughs) Oh my god, and Hercules. Mm -hmm, That's right. So we start with Satan. Nice. Here he is. Here, there he is. Here he come. Oh, his gutters. He's just, I'm sorry, he's just been cast out of heaven. And has fallen down to hell. So, like, we start, and the the, uh, one of the other things that is inspired by Homer is that we start in the middle of the action. Like, it's, you know, like, with the Iliad, we're like, oh, we're already ten years into the war. We're having Mm -hmm. a crisis. Similar kind of thing here. Satan's just been cast out of heaven already. So he's had his little little war. um, And now he's fallen down to hell. So he's in a mood, as you might Mm -hmm. imagine. Um, He's just come to beside his second-in-command, Beelzebub. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's chained to a lake of fire um, oh. that actually gives off darkness instead of light. 
Great. Which is a kind of a cool image. I don't know how you'd be chained to a lake, but God is all powerful. So Yeah, dope. I'm a lake. Whatever. Yeah. Are we in there? Are the, we in the, the little fire snakes? Lake? Like, how'd we get down here? Water fire snakes? <laughs> so Satan um complains a little bit, as you would. Um, he says he wants to go back and keep fighting, but Beelzebub has caught on to the fact that you can't actually defeat God. And also he's a lake now. Can't really do much with him. No, he's just chained to a lake. Yeah, Beelzebub's a lake, right? No, 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 he's not the lake. Who's they're both lake? they're both chained to the lake along with a bunch of other demons. It's just a lake. Oh, they're just in hell. Did you say chained to a lake? Yeah, chained oh, to bitch, a lake. Oh, bitch, I thought you said chained to a lake. I thought they well, turned into a lake. And I'm like, no. how are they going to get the lake? I'm chained lake. <laughs> with chains. Yes. Yeah, Which is no, why it's funny, right? Because, like, how do you be chained to a lake? Just the waters, man. <laughs> Chained to the waves, but like, but it's also God, right? So he's all powerful, so it doesn't really matter. I guess we're not gonna nitpick God because he'd turn us into a pillar of salt or whatever. He does. Love you. He's not real. (laughs) If he was real, he would have killed my father. You will not believe this. You will not believe this. Sam just turned into a pillar of salt. (laughs) I don't think she's realized. (laughs) Yes, Satan's complaining. Yeah. He's relatable. Um, so, so yeah, so he's like, I'm going to go back and keep fighting. Beelzebub's caught on to the fact that you can't actually beat God in a fight. Um, first person ever to realize that. So he's like, maybe let's not do that th- thing that you want to do. <laughs> Satan hey, is what like, if we don't? <laughs> so he's, uh, so Satan is like, fine, but maybe we can figure out a way to annoy him a lot, which would be almost as good. Anyway, because they're chained to water, they quickly free themselves. And fly to land. Satan calls a group meeting. Um, <laughs> and we meet a couple of the other angel come devils. Oh, who joined him. Roll call. Many of whom will be worshipped as gods by naughty humans down the line. For example, there's Moloch, who <gasps> is later known as a god requiring human sacrifices. Is that the guy from Hereditary? Maybe. No, no, that's... um. No, that's someone else. Belial. Is that Belial? I don't know. That's one of them. Alana, can you look out which one's from? Alana, please look up what what, what um, devil they were worshipping mm. in Hereditary. Thank you so much. I wonder if he does come up in here. Oh. Moloch. Moloch's in um, Metropolis, that 20s, that famous 20s movie. I think Moloch is the god that they worship in that one. He's like the god of gold and riches or something. Yeah. Um, and we also have Belial. He's there, who's lewd and lustful, among other things. You can probably find a list of all these demons online somewhere. There's probably a poster of all of them on a website that sells crystals. Oh my god, like a friend's poster, but it's just the demons. <laughs> They're on the couch. I'm suggesting. So they're still in their war gear. Oh, dope. These fallen angels have thousands of banners raised and their shields and spears in hand. Even in defeat, they are an awesome army to behold. Yeah, you were drunk. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. You made the kids write this. <laughs> Why is awesome as in inspiring awe? That's a normal thing that writers write. Sam just gave me a thumbs up. She looks like a deer <laughs> caught in the headlights. Satan gives everyone a brave heart speech. Because he's nice. committed to the cause, which is being evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a focus on freedom and autonomy in particular. And I think um, Milton was involved. There was like an English civil war that happened like not that long ago. And like Milton was involved in it. So if you see him using... Some people have been like, is he using this civil war of heaven 
to represent the civil war in England. And then other people are like, Mayhaps. well, if he is, if he is using it that way, then he would have been on the devil's side, right? Because he was on the insurgent side. Well, I think we've established that this angle. is Milton's sexy Satan fanfic. Like, just let's give him. A it break. is a little bit, but but also he's he is. I wouldn't say he's pro Satan, um, unless he's super repressing it, um, which is probably what's happening. Right? Come on, give the guy a break. Let him get yeah. his rocks off to Satan. So yeah, um, Satan famously says. Better to rule in hell than to serve in heaven. What's that? Uh, that's what <laughs> yeah. Satan's pride has caused him to believe that his own free intellect is as great as God's will. Satan remarks that the mind can make its own hell out of heaven. Or in his case, its own heaven out of hell. So the next time someone smugly tells you mind over matter, you can tell them who came up with that idea first. It was Satan. Well, it was Milton cosplaying as Satan. <laughs> just painted himself red at nighttime. His wife's like, are you going to come to dinner? <laughs> I don't want you to get the red paint all over the chairs again. <laughs> so anyway, now on dry hell land, they nice. discover minerals, including oh. gold. Dope. So they put, I don't know, it's just lying around, I guess. They just put on their construction hats and set about building Pandemonium with a capital P, which is going to be like the capital city of hell. It's the NYC oh, of hell. That's so edgy. Like, what do you want to name the city? Oh, I don't know. Pandemonium. Would well, you know what it means? Pandemonium? Pan means, means all. Demonium. Demons. So all demons. I know. Oh, it means this. Yeah, she's shocking with both hands. <laughs> Two hands. <laughs> Sam, have you ever surfed? What? Are you appropriating surf culture? I'm appropriating surf culture. I'm a. I'm a. Pro- well, my favorite movie is Point Break. How dare you? <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> is Point there. Break about surfing? Have you not seen Point Break? No, I haven't. And I, you know what? I was actually thinking about Cape Fear. So. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Keanu Reeves just like I take it all back. De Niro here, man. <laughs> and he's just under the car or whatever. Dude, you gotta watch Point Break. It's okay. um, Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves and they're yeah. No, really well, I kind of know what happens because in um in Hot Fuzz, he's like, and then he fires his gun into the air. Is he that, does. Is that that one? Yeah. Okay. I can't believe you haven't seen it. You would love it. It's oh, just maybe we can so add it to our gay. list when we're allowed to see each other again. The first yeah. thing I want to watch when we are allowed to interview with a vampire. Night good contender but i was actually gonna the say thelma and louise oh yeah mm. that too because i feel like it's gonna be one of those ones yeah because we have we just reference it a lot but we haven't actually yeah. seen it the best joke sam ever said was like what if a bus <laughs> or there was someone said and then the bus drives off a cliff and then sam was like yeah like thelma and louise and louise and louise and louise and louise <laughs> I don't remember making that joke, but I'm glad I've got an advocate for it. Yeah. Um, anyway, where was I? So, Pandemonium. We Pandemonium. built this city. And then I put in brackets, but it's small. And then they shrink themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly what happened in the poem. <laughs> but yeah, like they make like a model city and they're like, nice. <laughs> and then they're like, let's shrink ourselves. God won't find us now. If we could do that. 
I know this is basically the plot to um, Downsizing starring Matt Damon. Oh my god, it is. But then we could just, it would be so easy to make a tiny little baby city and then we could just step on it. Or alternately, grow giant to build real cities and then shrink ourselves back to normal size. Wait, no, that's so much harder. Well, how do you know? I just want I'm sorry, do you have experience? (laughs) So this is, pandemonium means, of course, the place where all the devils are in Latin. Because they are now demons, you see, formerly rebel angels. It honestly sounds pretty swanky. Um, this city. Well, it's made of gold, isn't it? Or they just yeah, discovered yeah. gold? Yeah, we're in the tiny city. We're about to have a, a huddle. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a sort what of happened. War, yeah. We're going to the war room with the pool table felt or whatever. They nice. have that table with the pool, pool, pool table. felt on top of it. A big round table. All the pool, pool table. CIA guys, you know what I mean. But it's not. Oh, the, oh, you like know in what Game I mean? of Thrones like and they have the little miniature kind of thing. things of things. Oh, yeah, and true, they're actually. like, oh, check us out. Mm. War table. War table. In the war time. room. But it's demonic, so... Demon war table. So it's just dicks. In the demon war room. I'm gonna gl- gloss over that, and we're gonna keep going. <laughs> okay. So they debate whether they should begin another war with God. Okay. Uh, Moloch wants to fight, but everyone else is kind of over that. <laughs> then Belial is like, let's not, let's just do nothing. But that's not super popular either. Mammon, who I I don't know who that is, but is like, well, what if we just focused on our own stuff and built up our own kingdom rivaling heaven and then people would be more into our kingdom um, and that's how we win. Mm-hmm. And then Beelzebub suggests that they attempt to corrupt God's rumored new creation. Um, which obviously is Earth and humankind, but it's just at the moment it's still in the works. It's it's you know like it's Disney and DreamWorks. They've heard that you know God's got this great new movie starring ants planned. Well, maybe we should make a movie about ants. But better, A Bug's Life. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great. That was the, that was good. Yeah, I'm, that was a good I'm metaphor. You. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, that was more Mammon's idea. He was like, "What if we make ants?" With oh, same? and God made a bug's life. Yeah, well, yeah, because Disney's, Disney's God in this metaphor. Well, yeah, they do own, like... Everything. Yeah, yeah, all right. God is notoriously litigious as well, actually. So there's, like, what if we actually just go in and fuck up a bug's life? Like, what if we just corrupt God's new creation? Yeah, um, Woody, we'll, we'll put Woody... What's his name? What's his last name? That stupid the, the director, the dick. Woody Allen? Yeah, we'll put him in there. Isn't he an ant? Is he? Yeah, I'll see a lot of Oh my god, sorry, that peaked. <laughs> that little squeak. Squeak of shock. So that would be kind of like a last sort of fuck you to God. And then also a nice project to keep them all occupied. Satan agrees and volunteers to go scout the place out himself. Um, he flies off. And he finds Hell's Gates, which are actually nine gates. Three of brass, three each of brass, iron, and adamantine. God is extra, I guess. He, when he made this, so God like, made the gates. I thought, or he like just had drafts that he'd never deleted. <laughs> just like nine random gates, and he's like, "Oh, sorry." Oh, I meant to put that in the folder. Two figures stand at the gates. One looks like a woman down to her waist, but Ooh. below has the form of a serpent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like Little Mermaid, but but not. a saint. Um. And there's a pack of howling dogs around her. Oh. 
The other figure is only a weird dark shape that seems to have a crown, but it's kind of hard to make out in it's general. <laughs> well, okay. Satan chooses <laughs> Okay. Satan chooses to confront the shape. He demands passage through the gates. And they're about to do battle when a when the woman snake snake lady she cries out and she explains to Satan that they are both his children. Sin and Death. Um, oh. who eventually follow him and help build a bridge between hell and earth. So while oh. Satan was still an angel, she sprang forth from his head, a la Athena being birthed from Zeus's head. That's another oh. um, another thing he nicks from Greek mythology. Um, and then she's named Sin. So the idea is like, like Sin, it's a metaphor, you know? So like yeah, Sin is yeah. a product of Satan's mind. You put mind. the killing thing in your mouth, but you don't let it kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Imagine buying a pack of cigarettes to make a fucking point. You know, that's why you died. They're so expensive. It wasn't the cancer. It was the edginess. It was the audacity. Anyway, I just got distracted by the fucking stars again. Again. (laughs) So, Sin uh, and Satan have secret incest in heaven. During which he impregnated her and she gave birth to this ghostly brother-son of hers named Death. Death in turn raped his mother slash sister Sin, begetting mm. the demon dogs that now torment her. It's pretty gnarly, right? Yeah. She keeps um, birthing out weird things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the dog DNA comes from, but not consistent. Sure. No. Um, yeah, Milton we should talk to him about that one. Although David did this really funny bit when I was telling him about this where he was like, God is obviously omnipotent, right? So he knows this is happening. <laughs> Sin and death were then assigned to guard the gate of hell and hold its keys. <laughs> so God's like, get out of here. But it's a metaphor, so it's whatever. Apparently, Satan has forgotten these events. He's like, oh, yeah, Sally is sin. No, I knew it was sin. <laughs> Don't run. Like, you know when you get cast out of heaven, you make a tiny city, then now you're trying to break through nine gates? Sometimes yeah, pretty much. He, yeah, he basically does that. He explains his plan to fuck with God, and he says he'll and he says he'll give them lots of human souls to feed on, which they're into. Nice. So they open the gates of hell, which incidentally can never be closed again. Um. So there you go. Oh. Maybe maybe God don't guard the gates with uh, the progeny of the guy you don't want opening the gates. So Satan's on his on his way. He's got some cute indie pop playing in the background. He's he's out of there. Katy Perry's um, first album playing in the background. Maybe you're fine. I don't think that's from the first one. I don't even. God damn it, How many Sandy. she had? You ruined my reference. Sorry. Anyway, so they're they're making their way downtown. Beyond the gates is the vast dark abyss of night. Ooh. Capital N. Because Knight's a dude. He flies out, Satan. Flies mm. out with his little bat wings or whatever. And he starts falling. Oh, no. Yeah. Then he's caught by a cloud of fire. Oh, dope. Which, uh, I know, which brings him to capital C, Chaos. Who is also a dude who is the ruler of the abyss. Chaos oh. is joined by his consort, Knight. Uh, with confusion, discord, and others at his side. These are all dudes. And or ladies. Everything's personified. It's all a metaphor. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Satan explains his plan to chaos. He's like, hey, can I get you interested in investing in a... I really think it's going to be... Like a, a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, it's Silicon Valley. He's like, we're going to disrupt the, <laughs> the earth market. <laughs> the earth market. 
We're disruptors. We're we're innovators. (laughs) We should know more about Silicon Valley before we start making these calls. I know. I've look. I've listened to a lot of true crime, and Silicon Valley comes up a lot. So I'm confident. I confidently make these calls. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's like, here's the pitch. He gives them the pitch, and he says that he, if they help him, he will return. In return, he will reclaim the territory of the new world. Thus returning more of the universe to disorder, which Chaos is super into, obviously. Well, yeah, he's, Chaos. Yeah. He's, he's like, a metaphor, yeah. He's like, damn, I'm into that. Yeah, all right. Mm. Chaos agrees and points out that the way, to where, uh, the way to where the Earth is, which has recently been created. So Satan's winning friends and influencing people. <laughs> and as he battles his way to Earth, sin and death are building a bridge from hell to earth on which evil spirits can travel to tempt mortals more easily later. So, little little elevator. Meanwhile in heaven, God orders the angels together for a group meeting of their own. Jesus is there, he's eating canapes, we're in heaven. God, because he knows everything, tells everyone of Satan's intentions. (laughs) He's like, this is what he's doing. And they're like, how do you know that? And he's like, look... I don't want to brag, but I I know know everything. everything. (laughs) Um, And he asks if anyone wants to take the fall for mankind. It's crickets. And Jesus was like, are there any more um, appetizers? (laughs) And he takes the hand raised. Ah, my son. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for stepping up. Literally, and God's like, that's my boy. Um, And the angels start singing hymns. Pigs in blankets? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is genuinely exactly what happens. Jesus is like, oh, I'll do it. So now Satan is on Earth, specifically China. Oh, wow. Yeah, but there's nothing there yet. At length, Satan sees a high-reaching structure in the distance, an enormous kingly gate in the sky with stairs leading all the way down to Earth. So I guess the gate to heaven is in China. Is it the Great Wall of? Comma, China? You got me, man. Beats me. Flying over to it. Because walking's for chumps. Satan climbs up a few steps to get a better view. He sees the new creation, this earth, China specifically, uh, in all its glory. So I guess he's like, hmm, pandas. But he can only feel jealousy because he's a, he's a bad man. He does not say put for long, though. He's drawn by the golden sun hanging above the green and lush land. And he flies towards it like a moth. So the archangel Uriel stands guard at the sun. Satan disguises himself as a cherub, little fat baby angel. God damn um, it. Yeah, to trick him, because he's, he's tricky. He tells, Satan tells Uriel that he wishes to see and praise God's glorious creation. <laughs> Me, a fat um, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and say, look at it. I want to look at it and be like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> Not say that at all, just a cute flying fat baby. Yeah, and Uriel's like, oh, cool, dude, go in. <laughs> oh, right on, Fab Baby. <laughs> go in. <laughs> Sick, man. Yeah. Gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uriel's a surfer. Boy. Satan lands atop Mount uh, Nifates. Nifates? Nifates. Whatever. It's just north of paradise. The Garden of Eden. <laughs> Whatever. Which is in China. Damn. I guess. Satan becomes gripped with doubt about the task in front of him. He was an angel once, you know. 
uh, and seeing the beauty and innocence of Earth has reminded him of what he once was, an angel, you know? So uh, he even briefly considers whether he could be forgiven if he repented. But hell follows him wherever he goes. He's actually the embodiment of hell, you see. Satan. It's a metaphor. Oh. Satan does not notice that during this internal debate he has inadvertently revealed his devilish nature. He is observed by Uriel. Oh no, he's not a cute fat baby anymore. Well, I think it's just that the fat baby like kind of looks shady now. He's like, <laughs> and the fat baby like, has like minute. red eyes and like little horns. <laughs> um, apparently, it's actually the conflicting facial expressions, and since all cherubs have permanent looks of joy on their faces, oh, Uriel is like, hey, wait a minute, that baby's contemplating something. Babies don't contemplate things. <laughs> hey, baby, get <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> Who me? Or no, it's, it's just saying Goo Goo Gaga, but it's got subtitles like in a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> yes. I love that. Oh. Uh, oh, I love the movie version. Fuck anyone yeah, that says it's not a good show, version. Yeah. It's so good. Fuck all seals. That's the, yeah. that is the, the iconic opinion here of the day. Lemony mm-hmm. Snicket, OG movie starring Jim Carrey. And Jude Law as Lemony Snicker. Oh, yeah. Oh, he voiced it. That's why he Jude sounded Law, so sexy. talented Mr. Ripley, and he's just Oh, speaking of, do you have beautiful. anyone you want to cast in any of these uh, heavenly roles? Oh, yeah, shit. Um, Alright, so God is um, Kurt Russell in Sky High. And mm. Jesus is Jesus is Jack Black. Jesus, Jesus is Jack Black. It's yeah, okay. better actually. <laughs> With uh, the canapes, he's like, you got any more? Uh... <laughs> it's like stuffing devil eggs. You got any more oh, of those Aaron Sheenies? Um, Satan eggs. I don't know. <laughs> like Satan invented them, and they're like, oh, we devil should really call them something else. They're like uh, angel eggs. <laughs> yeah, Jack Black's Jesus. Satan is God. Who was like? Beautiful and in pain. Oh, Brad Pitt in Interview with a Vampire. Actually, can it be... Um, Tom Cruise in Zac Interview Efron, with a Vampire. but like High School Musical Zac Efron where he's like, <laughs> bad on it. Uh, if anything, Zac Efron would be um, the guy that's like, uh, uh, the one that wants to keep doing the fight. He's like, gonna get our hurt in the game. Oh, actually, can we cast Zac Efron as Adam? Because we get to meet Adam in a minute. Oh, yeah, bro. Okay, Zac Efron's Adam, obviously. You gotta get your hand. Okay, so Satan is someone tortured and beautiful and Mm. sad. Brad Pitt. But if Jack Black's Jesus, we have to... It's gotta be, like, one of the frat pack. It's gotta be, like, a comedian. Yeah, Brad Pitt. All right. How are you not understanding Well, honestly, yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, it's him. Whatever. Thank you. And his sexy, hot... Snake wife is um. Snake wife daughter. Oh yeah, snake wife daughter sister brother. <laughs> Thought of Angelina Jolie and then I just got sad. Yeah she's yeah, but she's pretty like hers Maleficent and the blob could be Jack Black but like in a different wig. <laughs> in a, in one of those green motion capture suits. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is like Smaug, you know. <laughs> he's got the things on his face, and he's like, "I love watching him move because it's just like you look like an idiot, you weird hammerhead shark." Or like um Dan Evans in, in Beauty and the Beast, and 
Like, yeah. Oh, that she, he had that suit on, and then, like, Emma Watson deserves an Oscar for not, like, shitting she herself does. upon seeing him. So Uri- Uriel's like, I'm going to report this baby to security. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, Satan- <laughs> meanwhile, Satan leaps over Paradise's wall and takes the form of a cormorant. Which oh, well, is a well, large well. bird, a cormorant bird. It's a big bird. Ah, big bird, thank you. He perches himself atop the tree of life, which is the tree next to the forbidden tree of knowledge. Nice. It's like the, um... Don't. It's like the Ringo to the tree of knowledge is uh, Paul McCartney. No one remembers it. Alana's so angry at me right now. She's going to cut all of that out. She's cutting out this entire episode. Yeah. It's just going to be... <laughs> it's just practice. Just silence for an hour and a half. Yeah, she's nodding. Yeah, okay. So he's, yeah, he's on that tree. He sees two naked people. And then oh. he's like, okay, this must be them. Zach Efron. Mm. So we switch to Adam and Eve's perspective for a second. Long enough to hear Eve mentioning... How when she first came to life, she found a river and followed it upstream to its source. Oh, Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Yeah. She's got to go her own way. (laughs) (laughs) Her path led to a clear, smooth lake, and Eve looked into the lake, seeing her own image in its surface, which she soon discovers is her own and falls in love with, because women be vain. That's true. Yeah. She hears a voice explaining to her that she was made out of Adam. His rib, yeah. Yeah, uh, and with him she will become the mother of the human race. Great. And that he's the one she should be into instead. So when she well, sees him, she's like, so. yeah. When she sees him, she's like, ugh, really? Um, so they're also talking about how God told them they could do anything except one thing. The funnest thing like, to do. Man, I hope that Satan's not listening. <laughs> Eat the forbidden fruit, obviously, of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And Satan's like, aha. Aha. Because he was happening by is that a wish I hear? <laughs> Uriel comes over to Gabriel, another angel who's chilling, minding the gate of Eden. He's the gate guy. So Uriel comes over to Gabriel at the water cooler of of knowledge or whatever. And Mark. it's like, I think Satan's in the garden. <laughs> and Gabriel is like, oh, heck. And he sets out to search for him with his fellow security angels. What's Adam that baby? <laughs> Adam and Eve, done with their day's work, are frick fracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, except Milton assures us that this is fine because they're married. Uh, and naughty lust hasn't been invented yet. So presumably it's just missionary. Oh, I'm just here yeah, procreating. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no Gabriel one comes. Gabriel finds Satan, disguised as a toad, whispering into the ear of Eve as she sleeps. And he's like, hey. Masturbate. Piss, <laughs> piss off, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, sorry, I wrote here, I imagine him whispering so as not to wake Adam and Eve. So he's like, hey, stop that. Hey, hey, hey. You know what really want right now? An apple? Yeah, hey. No, 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 but then Gabriel's like, hey, man, stop it. Hey. <laughs> Gabriel's like, and the, and the frog's like, what? I can't hear you. What? what? <laughs> he's like, hey, shh, stop it. Eve's like, Did someone say apple? <laughs> Satan angrily whispers back some sassy stuff. He's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you, Gabriel. <laughs> fuck you. You can't even find me if you try it. <laughs> Shh. You're sleeping. Shut up. Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Um, tell your mom I say hey. <laughs> hey. Shut the fuck up, man. 
Leave her alone. Leave, leave my mom out of this. Ah, that's what your mom said to me last night. Ah. <laughs> Whisper fighting in the Garden of Eden. My shoes came out when you get them. Uh, anyway, they're about to fight. Like, I don't know, Gabriel's pulling out a spear or some shit, like, just quietly. <laughs> Hold on, I've got to... It's pretty loud. <laughs> They're about to fight, um, but God makes a sign appear in the sky, which is the golden scales of justice. Oh, like um, in Hunger si- Games when someone dies and they shoot up the yeah. tributes. <laughs> 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 um, Satan's like, oh shit! So he scurries away. Um, it's not over, Gabriel. Away hey, he's a frog. Gabriel, we'll fucking get you later. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Hey, God said scales, man, so shut up. <laughs> Daddy's calling. Daddy's calling. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> uh, Alana doesn't get it because she doesn't enjoy popular culture. <laughs> um, Satan scurries away, so he's gone. Eve uh-huh. awakes after this. She's like, man, I had a weird dream. <laughs> they were, like, whispering a lot. <laughs> uh, and in, in this dream... An angel tempted her to eat from the forbidden tree. Worried about his creation, God sends Raphael down oh, to earth to teach comes. Adam and Eve of the dangers they face with Satan. Since his name is Raphael, I'll just cast him as Raphael Nadal, the tennis superstar, just taken the world by storm. Perfect. He just won the Roland Garros. He's doing the fine. Fuck. All right. Okay. Raphael arrives on earth and eats a dinner of plain old raw fruit. Yum. With Adam and Eve. Once Eve has gone to bed, Raphael relates the story of Satan's envy over Jesus' appointment as God's second in command. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, to be fair on Satan, is nepotism. So. Yeah. It's Jack Black. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was never going to get a job if, like, yeah. like, Kirk Russell didn't give him, like, his station. Yeah. He just wanted more, like, appetizers. <laughs> Good job, like, I just got I got to get him out of his, out of the, out of his room. <laughs> give him a job. <laughs> okay, so Raphael's like, be good, guys. Um, yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, and then Satan gathered other angels together who were also angry to hear this news, and together they plotted a war against God. Um, so this guy called Abdiel whines about it for a little while, um, and then returns to God. He's like, there. Satan's like pitching to him, and Abdiel's like, and it's like a little bitch about it. And it's like, God! I don't like it. And they're doing this thing. And I wrote here, Archangel more like an archangel. (laughs) (laughs) Is what I imagine Satan said. Oh, no, that was was good. That was great. Thank you so much. The angels then begin to fight with Michael and Gabriel serving as co-leaders for Heaven's Army. Here we go. Um, the battle lasts two days. Oh, Jesus. And when God sends Jesus to end the war and deliver Satan and his rebel angels to hell. Jack Black with his guitar from School of Rock. Yeah, sends Satan. <laughs> Raphael tells Adam about Satan's evil motives to corrupt them. He's like, do you know this Satan guy has it out for you guys? He's going to make um, y'all fuck. Yeah. He, Hard. You watch out. He, I don't know. He's hot, but. He's going to tell you to don't 69 listen to and you're going to like it, but you shouldn't. <laughs> Don't let him tell you about doggy style, okay? <laughs> like and when then he... Adam's like, I know what dogs are. <laughs> I named them. 
Dog. <laughs> it's like, just like <laughs> they're like just walking around. Dog. Listen, <laughs> the thing from the Bible where all the animals parade in front of him one by one, and he just has to like ride his room by himself. Cow. Like, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> he was just tired that day, and he was like two ways. And the angels, the angels, like, um, how do you spell that? A. Okay. A. Okay. <laughs> so it happened, man. Adam asks Raphael to tell him the story of creation. Um, and then we get like a little, yeah, recap. Little recap. Um, Raphael tells Adam that God sent Jesus into chaos to create the universe. He created the stars and other planets, you know, the Bible. Yeah, the Big Bang. He, yeah. He tells him the Bible. <laughs> the Big B. <laughs> the Big B. The Big C. You know. Creationism. <laughs> I was going to be like, you know, the Big B. And they're like, the Big Bang. Bible. <laughs> Close. Curious. Adam asks Raphael about the movement of the stars and planets. Like, what's the science of, like, the orbits? And are there other planets? And Raphael's like, why don't you marry science if you love it so much? <laughs> and he's like, but I'm already married to Eve. Eve. <laughs> Cow? <laughs> so uh, Eve retires to bed, allowing Raphael and Adam to speak alone. Oh. Raphael tells Do Adam talk. that he will learn... All he needs to know and that any other knowledge is not meant for humans to comprehend. Yeah. Oh, and don't, sounds like don't a, eat your wife a gaslighty out. thing to say. Yeah, don't do it. Adam tells Raphael about his first memories of waking up and wondering who he was and what he was and where he was, in fact. How he was? <laughs> no, he felt fine. <laughs> He's like, well, I got this. How? I at least know how I am. Put a tick in that box. Um, Adam says that God spoke to him and a bunch about a bunch of stuff. Oh, cool. Sorry, that was a typo. God was like, hey, man. And the stuff that God talked to him about included his order not to eat from the tree of knowledge. After the story, Adam confesses to Raphael his intense physical attraction to Eve. She's just so hot, man. Mm. Raphael reminds Adam that he must love Eve more purely. And he's like, you can't find her hot, dude. Like, she's smoking, but you can't think that. <laughs> no, you just gotta perfunctory lovemaking. Just... Yeah, you just like you know. when you want to have sex with Eve, just think about Jesus. Yeah, and remember Jesus it's is Jack Black, Black. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're right." <laughs> with this final bit of advice, Raphael leaves Earth and returns to heaven. Eight days after his banishment, Satan returns to paradise. So he regroups. He mission impossible's his way past Gabriel. Nice. Um, after closely studying the animals of paradise, he can chooses to take the form of a serpent. Uh, meanwhile, Eve suggests to Adam that they work separately for a while so they can get more work done. <laughs> Adam is hesitant, but then he assents. He's like, what if you get tempted? And she's like, I'm not gonna get tempted. tempted. It's not like there's a snake around to go, have a sip, babes. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's like, yes. She's like, is. do you think I can't handle being tempted by a snake? Do you not? <laughs> He's like, why do you keep mentioning the snake? No reason. No reason. All right. Do you? You don't think I can handle being tempted? Do you not love me at all? <laughs> do you think I'm hot? Because I'll tell Jesus if you do. So Eve wanders off. I presume wishing for a man who treats her with respect. Here comes um, Satan. Uh, who should happen by at that moment <laughs> but the dark gentleman himself. In his snake disguise, he talks to Eve and compliments her on her beauty and godliness. He's like, nice tits. 
Where'd you get him? Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. He's <laughs> like cat calling. You're like, woo, I can't whistle. <laughs> so I just went, He pokes Wah. her boobs with his snake tail and he goes like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look now, but my snake dick is out. Pretty hard. <laughs> and it's like, just turgid. Where are you headed, baby? In his snake disguise, he talks... Oh, I already talked to that. She's like, wow, a talking snake. <laughs> Adam's like, a um, talking what? Nothing! I'm not getting <laughs> tempted. Um, she asks how he'd learned to speak, and he tells her that it was by eating from the tree of knowledge. Oh, dope. <laughs> She's like, oh, wow, maybe if I do that, I'll learn how to speak. <laughs> My mind? <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> oh. oh, poor Adam. Just threw the ring uh, at the thing. Ooh, okay, so the snake, Satan, snake. Uh, tells Snaken, yeah, tells Eve that God actually wants her and Adam to eat from the tree and that his order is actually a test of their courage. Nice. He's like, God just wants to know if you're a pussy or not. Got it. It's like, a, she's like, <laughs> it's like a pledge, like they're hazing them. <laughs> yeah. She is hesitant at first, but then reaches for the fruit from the tree of knowledge and eats it. Nice. She becomes distraught. She's like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Um, and she searches for Adam. Adam, meanwhile, has been busy making a wreath of flowers for Eve for That's her nice. hair. I know. Exactly. When Eve finds Adam, though, he kind of, he must realize what's happened because he drops the wreath of flowers to the ground in slow motion. She like, probably just looks like she knows too much. It's got that <laughs> face. And it's just like, you know, like Christopher Nolan inception horns blasting in the background. Like yeah. just this wreath of flowers just landing on the ground. In, in slow-mo, just... like, you know, the the, yeah. um, the truck going into the river. So just... Yeah, yeah. Blah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. I know exactly you get what I mean. It. I got you. He's like, you ate from the tree, didn't you? No, you got tempted she's... by a snake, didn't you? <laughs> like you said you wouldn't. Knowing that she has fallen, he decides that he would rather be fallen with her than remain pure and lose her. It's oh. kind of nice. But also, oh, he's a gaslighting son of a bitch. So. Oh, it's like Efron. So he eats from the fruit as well. Adam looks at Eve in a new way. Uh, and a together, they turn to lust. But this time, it's immoral. I don't know, maybe they start getting some of the vegetables involved. No, I reckon he just finds her clitoris, and that's why it's a whole... <laughs> Like, uh, she orgasms, and God's like, that should not be Hey! <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> this is um, a God, club. having heard the, the orgasm of Eve, yeah. immediately knows of their disobedience. Yeah. Obviously. Knows everything. Except how to please a woman, apparently. Yeah, yeah God is like, mm, this may seem far-fetched, but I know... Uh, Literally everything. And then his wife's like, except how to find a fucking clitoris. <laughs> Jack Black's like, Jack Black's oh. like, mom, gross. <laughs> gotcha. Um, mom. So God tells the angels in heaven that Adam and Eve must be punished, um, but with a display of both justice and mercy. So he sends Jesus to give out the punishments. Okay. JC first punishes the serpent whose body Satan took and condemns it never to walk upright again. Ew, like, the snake used to walk upright before it got punished? Yeah, apparently oh. that's why they walk on their bellies. Or something. That's disgusting. I'm glad they did that. I would hate <laughs> to see a snake just upright coming towards me. 
terrifying. Just wobbling back and forth. Like, yeah, hey, like, lady. <laughs> I hate that. It's like, thanks, Jack Black. Thank you for doing that for us. You want to buy an apple? No, we don't. I don't know. He's a door-to-door salesman in my, in my image. So JC tells Adam and Eve that they must now suffer pain and death. Eve and all women must suffer the pain of childbirth unless they don't get pregnant. Am I right, ladies? Great. Or get epidurals. Uh, yeah, and they must submit to their husbands. What? Unless they don't get married. Am I right, ladies? You're married, Sandy. This makes no sense coming from you. I'll say it. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for me. Go on without me. You did this to yourself, and you know it. <laughs> you proposed to your own damn self, and Josh was like, I guess. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm here, like, and must submit to their husbands. Which, by the way, they were making her do before. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, yeah, do what you Um, want. Just don't eat the apples, all right? Don't do it. um, And Adam and all men must hunt and grow their own food on a depleted earth. Oh. Adam caused global warming. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Meanwhile, yeah, global warming is original sin. Meanwhile, Satan returns to hell where he's greeted with cheers Whee! and maybe like a cake but like welcome back love your you work but then the cheers turn to hisses oh. because everybody was suddenly turned into snakes oh fun shortly thereafter they try to re- reach for fruit from imaginary trees that shrivel and turn to dust as they reach them which is snakes a jesus prank fruit. that i think is going to be annual from now on it's just like their version of Christmas, what? Yeah, like Satan Christmas, where Satan they all Christmas. turn into snakes and they're hungry and they and they the can't trees eat the fruit. are like yeah. suck shit. It's like, oh, do you know what day it is tomorrow? Oh, you don't have to fucking tell fruit me. day. Yeah, it's gotta be like snake no fruit day again. <laughs> you gotta come up with a better name for it. though. like, yeah, but <laughs> I heard it's gonna be like a hot snake no fruit day this year. What are you <laughs> and, and global the kids warming, gonna... right, Adam? Yeah, man. What are you guys? Are you guys going back home for snake no fruit day? <laughs> Gonna see your family with snake the fruit day. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen no, my mom. Man, in a I while. mean, I don't. You know, I don't. We, my family was never really celebrated snake the fruit day, so I'm probably gonna stay in the city and maybe just see them on the new year. <laughs> you know, no snake, yes fruit day. <laughs> God tells the angels. Wait, where am I? I don't know. Snake oh, day. God. Okay, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Sin and death travel the bridge that they built on their way to Earth. So their sin and death are moving in. Well, yeah. Get them it's in a here. metaphor. Yeah. Uh, God tells the angels to transform the Earth after the full humankind must suffer hot and cold seasons instead of the consistent balmy temperatures from before the fall. A jokes on them. I love the winter. Sweater weather. <laughs> Pumpkin spice lattes for everyone. <laughs> Fuck you, God. On Earth, Adam and Eve fear their approaching doom. They br- blame each other for their disobedience and become increasingly angry at one another. Oh, God invents divorce. <laughs> In a fit of rage, Adam wonders why God ever created Eve. (laughs) Eve begs Adam not to abandon her. She tells him that they can survive by loving each other. She accepts the blame um, because she has disobeyed both God and Adam. She ponders suicide. Fair enough. Adam, moved by her speech, forbids her from taking her own life. He remembers their punishment and believes that they enact revenge upon Satan by remaining obedient to God. So together they pray to God and repent. God hears their prayers and sends Michael um, down to Earth. He's the big war leader. Michael arrives on Earth. I'm imagining like like a Matt Damon. 
Oh. Kind of, yeah, Jock Matt Damon. Oh, I thought it was just going to be... Guy. Mark Wahlberg's more Jock than Matt Mark Damon. Wahlberg? Yeah, it was someone from Boston. You yeah. know, someone from Boston. Yeah, it's Michael. Mikey. Mike 8. Little Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Mike. <laughs> so Michael arrives on Earth and tells them that they must leave paradise. But before they leave, Michael puts Eve to sleep and takes Adam up onto the highest hill where he puts together a Ghost of Christmas Future clip show for him. Oh, dope. Yeah, and we get an interminable recap of all the gory parts of the Bible. Oh, like what? Did you list any down? I don't know. Fucking Solomon Gomorrah? I didn't I didn't list any down, but it was the, all that kind of uh, like, the, oh, they're killing each other. Oh, raping women. Uh. Man, the most interesting part, and you cut it out. It, it Believe me, it's not. He made it boring. Oh. How can you make He's like, look how much boring. stuff sucks because of you. And he's like, hey, she's the one that ate the fruit. <laughs> the snake talking to her? I was just making flowers. My head was in the game, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Horrified, Adam asks Michael if there is any alternative to death. Adam sees the story of Noah and his family, whose virtue allows them to be chosen to survive all the floods, the floods that kills the, all the other humans. Evan Almighty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam feels remorse for death and happiness for humankind's redemption. Then we get Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. And I don't know who Nimrod is. I just know that like Isn't that Jews like an in New York insult or something? his Nimrod. name is like an insult. Yeah. Yeah, like Kay Nimrod. You're fucking Nimrod. Yeah, like a nineties very yeah. ball rat insult. I don't know what he did to deserve that. But apparently he did. Um, the Tower of Babel, I think, is his thing. Um, Moses, Israel, he sees all that stuff in this vision. After which, it's time for Adam and Eve to leave paradise. Right. Michael then leads the couple to the Gate of Eden, where he then stands Yeats with the other out. angels. Yeah, uh, He brandishes a sword of flame that will forever protect the entrance to paradise. Slowly and tearfully, Adam and Eve turn away, hand in hand with Michael. I like to imagine he's between them. <laughs> Just... Mark Wahlberg leading them out. <laughs> All right, show's um, over, and they kids. Wander out, yeah, they wander out into a new world. And that is the end of the story. Oh. Yeah. What did we learn? Happy Snake No Fruit Day. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say this Christmas. Or Merry Snake No Fruit Day. Merry Snake No Fruit Day. Then Happy Yes find... Snake No f- Yes Fruit Year. <laughs> fruit Year. 